Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Cavaliers, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? This is Chris Manning, as always, your host of Lockdown Cavaliers and from Fear the Sword and Hardwood Paroxysm. Uh, today, I'm joined by a guy who's been in the show before. He's from Complex. It's Chops. Chops, what's going on? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, everything's up for Cleveland right now, which is pretty cool. So before we get into some Cavs stuff, um, and I know you're not like the biggest Indians fan, and it's Cleveland baseball team because that name is that name is trash. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, the name, like, need, the name and logo need to go, and if you don't agree, like... Please reconsider your your opinion. But uh, <laughs> can you believe that this like city and the every team except the Browns is actually just winning like at this insane degree in twenty sixteen? Like it, to me, I can't really still wrap my head around it. I really can't either, and it's just it's like so surreal to like think of Cleveland on this level and like this amount of success because like we've never had it before. Like playing for a championship in a major sport is so rare. But here we are seeing it for the second time in four months. And in so much, like, it's very unexpected when it comes to the Indians, you know? Yeah. Uh, Courtney Schilling, who runs, who's one of the three people that run the Cavs Twitter account, actually tweeted uh, on Wednesday. It was four months ago to the day that the Cavs won the title. Um, yep. And then the Indians clinched their uh, World Series berth. So. Yeah, it's, ring ring night and World Series game one on Tuesday night in Cleveland. I am mad that I will not be there. Yeah, I'm gonna take a half day from my day job and go downtown. Like I'm I'm gonna be hopefully be at the Cavs game uh, if everything works out properly, and I'm gonna go downtown early because it's gonna probably take me like three hours even to drive twenty minutes into the city. It's even gonna to be rapid a, into the city. You you know what's interesting? I got an ESPN update today that said like Cavs uh, tickets were kind of falling. Because people are worried about the World Series. Yes, yeah, I and saw I'm, that too. Yeah, and I guess I, I, I'm definitely more a Cavs fan than an Indians fan. But like, so I guess I kind of understand it though. Like, uh, it's the World Series. The Cavs. It's just a regular season game. But like, we haven't dropped a banner or gotten rings for a team in for in since like the '60s. You know, like this has yeah. never happened for the Cavs. So it's like, if I had to choose, I think I'd still pick the Cavs game. I think I would too. That's it's an interesting debate though because. Um, aside from the ring ceremony and the banner and everything like that, I could see opening night being kind of like the, it peaking after the ring ceremony. And I think for that's sure. Like, and it's like with the with the with the Indians game, even if they lose, like you were seeing a World Series game that has like so much weight to it, 
uh, the first mm-hmm. World Series game in Cleveland since the '90s, and that that in itself was really yeah. But I don't think you could go wrong. I don't think if you pick, if you're saying you had to go to one of them, I don't think either one would be like a waste of your time or your money. I think either would be just these like uh, events you'd remember for the rest of your life. Yeah, I don't think it's for a while. That it's insane. The Indians haven't been in the World Series since the '90s. Yeah. So uh, nuts. Think about just everything that has changed in sports since the '90s. Like everything that's changed the world. It's it's nuts. <laughs> but uh, we get to yeah. some actual Cavs stuff. There's obviously still a lot going on. And Chops is the first person we're having on as part of our uh, quote unquote Fan Friday thing. I'm gonna have Cavs fans that ne- aren't necessarily Cavs bloggers or Cavs writers, but maybe still still write and tweet about the team sometimes, and are just you know have a really uh, you know informed opinion. So Chops is up first, and we're gonna run through some Cavs stuff with him. Um, and we'll have some other people on in the coming weeks that I think will be pretty cool. But first up, obviously the big thing, uh, and we've talked about it a lot this week, is that J.R. Smith is finally back with the Cavs. Uh, four years, $57 million. Finally. Yeah, finally. Um, he was literally in Cleveland for like three weeks, and he's the biggest Indians fan <laughs> in the world. Um, but we talked about this with Jacob Rosen uh, and talk, went through some of the nuances of it. But, Chops, what's your, what's your take on the J.R. deal? Um... I was I was quite frustrated with it. I actually went on a Twitter rant about six hours before he finally signed. <laughs> so uh, I was quite happy when it got done. I think it probably went a little longer than it should have. But like you're dealing with some pretty uh, stubborn people. Rich Paul's very stubborn. David Griffin also very stubborn. And um, I'm I'm happy that Jr. is back. I like the contract. I it's th- basically three for forty five. Because the final the final year isn't fully guaranteed, so I think that's a very good deal for everybody involved. Um, I think that they're did I read right that they're only paying them what eleven million, eleven twelve million this year, right? Yeah, I think th- I th- Jacob was saying that maybe there's some um, things where it doesn't necessarily it, the numbers aren't exactly clear, but the, I think if Bobby Marks is from the verticals numbers are correct, the deal yes, goes Bobby down. Marks said it, yes. yeah, it, the deal gets better and yeah. there's that small guarantee in the last year, so it's like split up. Uh, pretty well over the four years, and it's not like it's it, even if you have to pay him that little bit on the last year, and you decide to let him walk, that's not an amount of money that really hurts you. And even then, like you're already gonna have a bunch of other guys like Kyrie and Tristan and Kevin, like all on these bigger deals. Exactly, and it's like they can't win a title without J.R. Smith. They wouldn't wouldn't have won a title without J.R. last year, which is crazy to think. Like this is J.R. Smith we're talking about, who five years ago was looked at like. He was playing in China not too long ago, you know? Yeah, and ordering, like, he all, is, the, just all like, the room service in the world in China. Yeah, so, so, so like, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy for JR. Um, I'm happy he got done. I, I don't know if you saw, but my theory is that, uh, is that uh, Rich Paul may have called in a, a favor to Brian Colangelo, who uh, now has Ben Simmons on his roster, to maybe maybe drive up that, uh, drive up an offer to JR to help get this done a little quicker, but... Nothing. Nothing confirmed on that. Yeah, I mean that would that would make some sense. Um, we know the Col- the Colangelo's really value opinions. Uh, the funny thing with Jr. is like, uh, you look at his t- when he before he got traded to the Cavs, he was really untying people's shoes, like on the court, like yeah. that happened right before he came here. And then like in the past week, he literally is on Twitter because people everyone assumed that picture of Channing Fry drinking the bottle of Jack at the at the Indians game was him. And he's like, nah, yeah. man, that wasn't me. I was being responsible. And, like, 2016, yeah. J.R. Smith is out there on Twitter, like, just refuting claims that he is, like, drinking straight out of a bottle at a, at a public in a public place. So, uh, yeah. what a year. What a year for J.R. Like, what a year. Yeah, I'm just, I'm happy for him. 
I'm excited he's back. I didn't get to catch most of the game last night. I watched a little bit of the replay today. Looks a little rusty. He's got to get into game shape. But here's the thing about J.R. Smith. I think who wrote it for Fear the Sword earlier this week? Trevor? Yeah, Trevor wrote like about, the, the J.R. might struggle to start the year a little bit. He he struggles to start every season. Last year, he I don't think he hit a three-pointer until December, which, I mean, obviously he did, but he really didn't get going until later in the season which I think he always does. I, th- I think he's talked about that before. I'm not sure. But so people, hopefully people don't freak out if he shoots 30% from three for the first month or so, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I also don't think it's going to be quite as bad as we saw with Tristan Thompson a year ago because, I mean, Tristan signed, like, I think the night before the season. JR at least has a week. Yeah. Um, and he gets some time, and it's I – mean, I, and I also just – as much as it, it's not, like, great for him to start off the season bad and it's not, like, what you'd want in an ideal world, we know that the season doesn't necessarily matter as much until March and April and May and June. November and October really are, like, they're fun and it's really good to have basketball back, but the Cavs are not yeah. going to be going out there 100% in October when they're playing. Even if it's on the opening night, it, it's, it is what yep. it is. It doesn't matter all that much. Yeah. Um, I, it's hard to – we just – here, we just did, like, a Facebook Live about – over-unders uh, for NBA teams, and everybody was surprised when I said the Cavs under 57. But I just, I, I don't, like, I just, I could see them maybe, like, go up the gas, you know. Maybe, you know, LeBron's going to sit a little bit. Kyrie's probably going to sit a little bit. You know, so I, so I don't know. I don't know how, the, how it's going to go, but I think it's going to be fun. And I think that they know, that they know, they, they have the blueprint for how to win a title. And I think that that's all that matters. They know what to do. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. Uh, the, the regular season has some value to it, but um, it's almost more like, are you going to develop a Jordan McRae? Are you going to develop guys? Is Kyrie, can, you, can Kyrie stay healthy? Because uh, there was that little thing last night where he went to the locker room and didn't come back. It seems like it's just a calf yeah. trainer on, when, on Tuesday. rather. Um, so yeah. it is, it's not a big deal. Um, but that, yeah. that, bring, that leads kind of directly into, I think, what has been the most important thing of the preseason – and that's Kay Felder and Jordan McRae. They both have played pretty decent minutes. I, both should be on the roster when the season starts. Um, Felder has yeah. guaranteed money. I think that McRae could be cut, but I think they, they really do like him. They want to develop him. I'm also just not sold on either one of them 100% yet. I know everyone talks about Felder like he's really good, but I, he's a rookie and he's small, yeah. and I think he's going to take some time. And McRae, I think he really, really has talent but I don't really always see it, and I think sometimes he struggles when he has to play the role where uh, he is off ball a little bit, and they're not going to try the point guard thing with him. They kind of has already said we're not doing that, and to me that was a way he could have gotten uh, a sizable role on this team as a rotation wing. Yeah, and my, my thing with Jordan McRae is I like him. The guys like him, you know, Kyrie and Shump, you know, they have a little trio where they like sing on Snapchat and everything. Um, I found it interesting. Varden wrote the other day, Joe Varden, Cleveland.com, wrote that they'd been getting trade offers for Jordan McRae, but they weren't accepting any of them because they were only for second-round picks. So that's interesting. So that means that they at least have the door open to maybe him not being here, which is interesting. As far as Kay Felder, I, I like Kay, but it doesn't seem like Lou or the Cavs are sold on him being the backup point guard. Like, you can just see it. I don't think, he, like, like he's just not playing that much, and I just don't think that he can probably get into that role right now, which is why I wouldn't be surprised if we see 
backup point of guard by committee to start the season, and then Mario Chalmers when he's cleared to come back and play basketball. Yeah, and I, and I think Amon Shumpert's going to have a big chance to play that role. I think uh, if you looked against the oh, Wizards at finale, he played that role. I mean, he wasn't like the actual backup point guard because he wasn't distributing more than these very basic things. But yeah. you look at what he did, he was he was on the floor in this one lineup that I actually really like with him, JR, Channing Frye, Dunleavy, and LeBron. If he's your if JR can handle the ball a little bit, LeBron obviously is basically the team's backup point guard anyway, um if you when it comes down to it when the season really matters. And if Sean yeah. can just kind of be okay there and he doesn't he can play with other, play with guys who actually can shoot, I'm kind of okay with yeah. it. I think he's he probably would be better than Felder in that role this year. Yeah, see, like that lineup you mentioned, I think you can do Shump in a lineup like that because that's a lot of shooting on that lineup, right? That JR, Dunleavy, and Fry, that's three knockdown shooters, and then you have LeBron James. So, like, that's, I mean, I don't know, I could probably play point guard for that lineup, you know? <laughs> like, so, like, not a lot is being asked of Shump right there, which is good because when a lot is asked of Shump, he does Shump things like dribble it off his foot and it goes out of bounds. You know, so I think that they could definitely get away with kind of running Shump in those kind of lineups and, you know, be all right, give Kyrie some rest, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I, I think Shumpert, um, and there's something up for the sort about this now, but I actually think there's a case to be made that he's the most important guy on the Cavs bench this year just because JR is obviously a starter, so he's eliminated yep. as, a, as a role player. Jading Fry yep. is going to have a big role, but I, I don't necessarily think he – he's going to change things in a meaningful way. Shumpert has to be insurance for Richard Jefferson and Dunleavy being older and not being able to play. He's going to have to play backup point guard. He needs to become the player I think the Cavs wanted him to be when they got him from the Knicks, and everyone kind of wants him to be and maybe pegs him in as. He has to be that or some version of that. Um, And if he's not, the Cavs really are going to be short a wing. They really need a big year from Shump, and that's, that's one of the most, to me, one of the more interesting things about the regular season is can we look at him on Shumper differently when it gets to April than I think we do right now, where I think a lot of us think he's kind of underwhelming and really yeah. would, wouldn't mind if you could flip him for something that maybe is more valuable, even if it's a, a slightly older player. Yeah. Yeah, my thing with Shump is just he need I, I don't know, like because he feels like – like last year, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with him. Like I don't know if – like it was just coming back from the injury or whatever, but he just didn't look as sharp as he did the year before when he came over. Cause when he came over, he was pretty good. Maybe he overplayed what he can do on a consistent basis. That happens, you know? So I think if we can get somewhere in the middle of when he was first traded to the Cavs and last year, we'll be just perfectly fine. And I think he can be a good guy off the bench, maybe hit some threes, play defense, you know, disrupt some things and just give energy, you know? Yeah. I mean, if he can just get to thirty-three percent from three after being under thirty last year, that's fine with me. Like that—that—that that, that, that is enough. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. With all the shooting that they have out there, just just hit one in three, one in three three pointers you take, and I'm happy. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you on that. Um. So, and that brings us, I think, another fun transition is to we're gonna look ahead at the season, uh, and just kind of some things that we want to see, and we're gonna go back and forth. Reach gonna pick three things that we want to see this season. So, Chops, you go first. What's one thing you want to see? I want to see LeBron James go for the MVP. Go for one more. I like it. Um, I, and I, I, want, I think I there's want, a possibility that happens. I think so, too, and that's why that's why the Cavs are, like, the Vegas overrunner for the Cavs is so interesting because if LeBron does go for another MVP, he probably has to play 
72 games, 70 to 72 probably I'd say. Yeah. And and um you know, so I I want to see him everybody, you know, he 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 showed his dominance in the finals and everything. I think it's everybody thinks he's the best player in the world again. I think that he probably wants to cement that a little bit more and get that and get one more uh, league MVP. Make sure Steph doesn't you know threepeat on everybody. Yeah, I and I cause I also think it's just a, it's a perfect opportunity for him for him to win it because a uh, I can't see Curry winning it again unless he's just even better because him and Durant are going to split votes and when you form yep. a team like that I think there becomes little voting things against them. Uh, LeBron yep. is still the best player in the world. I don't think like yep. someone like Harden's the team's actually going to be good enough. I'm not sure the Thunder are going to be good enough to get Russell Westbrook in the conversation. Um, I, someone tweeted someone tweeted it the other day, but like the average of team record or seed for MVP was like right around two, like one like it was right right around the two range. So I don't see the Rockets or the Thunder being a two or three seed. Yeah. So I just don't see them being able to do it you know yeah i agree and i agree and i don't think someone like i don't think the pacers are going to be good enough to get paul george in the conversation either so it's just like lebron is is the candidate like Kawhi leonard maybe could get there if the the spurs end up being that good but we'll have to see um yeah you got people saying that lamarcus aldridge isn't happy so who knows what's gonna happen with the spurs you know yeah Yeah, then maybe they're gonna like take it we don't know there's so many things up in the air and but i think lebron really could win um so my first one is i want to see Kyrie irving lead the Cavs in scoring um, that, Ooh, yeah, I don't know if that's for sure gonna happen. Um, I don't because if LeBron goes for MVP, and that's something also I'm really interested in seeing. I don't, I don't know if those two things can really coexist. Um, yeah, but I think this year's a big year for Kyrie. For one, uh, he's he's healthy. He's not gonna be trying to get in the shape like he was last year. He's coming off hitting yep. the game-winning shot that ended the Cavs' title drought and won the won the freaking title. Uh, he's mm-hmm. still young. He's got a chance to really get in that upper echelon of point guards this year if he can stay healthy. And I think a big thing, if he just has a big scoring year and maybe takes on a, a larger load of the Cavs' offense, I think maybe some of the perceptions of him change a little bit, and especially if he can just be a little bit better on defense. Um, and, I, and I think he's at that point where he can take that step towards being a star that really matches some of the perception of him and some of his reputation amongst fans and amongst GMs and amongst, you know, like the next generation of fans that really loves Kyrie, he can get there this year with if he has a big year. And if he leads a team in scoring on a team that has LeBron James and has Kevin Love, I think that would be huge. What what number what number do you think is going to lead the Cavs in score? Like 25 points per game or will it be higher than that? I think 25 is reasonable. I think that's what about where LeBron was last year. Um, and I, yeah. I think if Kyrie, let's say, got, let's say, I think in the most fun situation, I guess, where like we could have both LeBron going for MVP and Kyrie leading the team in scoring would be Kyrie having like tw- averaging like twenty five and a half, and then LeBron yeah. is at like twenty two and a half, but he's got like eight rebounds and nine assists or something. Like he's like a little bit more then, balanced out. I think that that's like the one possibility. But I think twenty five, twenty six is about the who leads the Cavs in scoring. Yep, I think so too. So, what is your second thing you want to see? My second thing is Kevin Love going back to the All Star game. That is what I want to see. Yeah. He does. He, he deserved. He, he Kevin Love gets so much shit, and I'm guilty of this too. Like you know, I it's easy to get mad at him on Twitter because he's sort of a frustrating player sometimes. But you know what? He's really good. He looks very good right now. He looks like he doesn't care what anybody thinks. So it's time to send Kevin back to the All Star game. Yeah, I like that. I think it's he should get the the post finals bump. Um, yeah, he should. You know, he he. It's the preseason, so I don't want to read like too much into it. But he looks just kind yeah. of happier, and he looks sort of just in a better place. 
Um, I think yeah. they, I actually think the Cavs are going to have three All Stars. That's my prediction. Yeah, like, yeah. I, think you I get would Kyrie, Love, and LeBron. Yep, two of them starters. I think Kyrie and LeBron start, and I think Kevin's a reserve. Yeah, I'm. I think that's definitely possible. I think they all probably will end up deserving it, barring injuries. And I like that. I, I like yeah. Kevin Love as an All Star. I think he's had out of all those three guys. We all know this. He's had the roughest past two years, and him playing sure. a part in the finals and then. Uh, winning the finals and just having so much fun with it, I think, really has put him in a better place. And I think he's going to be perceived differently because of winning the finals. And will there be questions if they play the Warriors again? For sure, because that's how... And, and they're fair questions, at least at times. But he defended Curry, and they won, and I think that's really all that matters. Uh, yeah, and it's, like you said, it's only preseason. But I mentioned this on Twitter, but Lou is running some Minnesota stuff for Kevin Love. They're running that one play uh, where he comes up to the top of the key off a screen and shoots a three. Like they're do- they're doing things to make him more comfortable, and I think that's a priority for Ty Lue, which is really important going forward. Yeah, and if they keep it up over the first half of the year, that's going to be great. Um, so my I, I thought he should have been all star last year. Like, I agree. yeah, you know, I yeah, agree. like I, I think he, I think he gets back. Yeah, I do. I agree. Um, so my number two is that I ca- I want to see Amon Shumpert at least attempt to take on a bigger role. I don't know how it will work. I don't know if it's a it's a a good thing or if he he will succeed, but I really think yeah. they have to get some development out of him. And I don't really love Jordan McRae um, as much. Yeah, I, I think he's fine, but I don't. I think Schumbert has the potential to be better, and I think they need something out of him. And I don't care if it goes yep. badly or if it just. I just need to. I think I need to see Schumbert be something more and at least be have a chance to become something. And we already talked about this a little bit, so we won't go into too much more detail on that. Yeah. Yep. Um... My number three, I want to see J.R. Smith hit 400 three-pointers. I am here for that. I, I What did Steph Curry hit last year? I, I meant to look it up, and I didn't have time. I will, but I will, I want I will to pull see, it up while you keep talking. Okay, I want to see him break whatever record Steph set last year. I want J.R. just to let it fly and act like it's game, uh, what was it, game two against the Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs last year? Every so. single. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I, I, and the, for reference, I just, Curry hit, maybe, may, Curry hit 402 threes. Go for it, JR. <laughs> I want to just see JR Smith have fun. Yeah, I do too. And I want to see JR Smith in the three point contest. Yes. Or the dunk contest. Let him do either one. Let him do both. Let him do the skills contest too. Like let Jr. be the honorary fourth All Star and just do every uh, every competition. Yo, I don't uh, yo also in New Orleans too, so I don't know. Maybe we need to back off of Jr. going to New Orleans for All Star. Yeah, now nah, let him have fun for a week. It's it's February, <laughs> whatever. Uh, right? So, yeah, yeah, whatever. So my my number three uh, is that I want to. <sighs> this is tricky because I have I'm of two minds of this. Um, and one of them is that I want to see the Cavs make a move, and that is one of them, and I, I think that is the one I'm going to eliminate. I want to see uh, these three play, and this is kind of off of it. I want to see these three guys in competitions on All-Star Weekend, and I don't care what they are, and I think this is just kind of like a dumb thing because I can't, yeah. there isn't much else I can really like, think about that I think matters until June. I want to see Kyrie right. um, in three-point contest again with JR. Yep. So I want to see... Um, I want to see Kevin Love be one of the big men in the skills competition just because I think it would be fun. And I want right. to see some Cav, I don't care who it is, in the dunk contest. I don't care if it is, it won't be LeBron, but I don't care if it's JR. I don't care if it's like 
Shumpert. I just want to see someone like in the dunk contest or doing something on All-Star Weekend because they have so many guys that I think are so skilled, and you could literally uh, just have fun with it. And, it, and it, this kind of also speaks to something I'm having a problem thinking about this season. I don't know how much of the nuance of like actual basketball stuff is really going to matter until we've seen them play for four months or seeing them hit March and then then it gets more real but like yeah. right now it's like I have a hard time visualizing anything other than talking about LeBron and Kevin and Kyrie and some of the little nuances of their of the rotation exactly yeah I would love to see the Cavs dom- dominate all-star weekend like when's the last time a Cav was in the dunk contest oh that's a good question I don't know off the top of my head I would have to it would have to be like I can't think of anyone recently uh it would probably no, be- no like would have been Nant, but he yeah. was on the Suns when he did it. So, and that was like what ninety three or something. Like, yeah, yeah. like I, has a Cav ever been like Sean? What's Sean Kemp ever? He might have been right. Yeah, but was he on the Cavs when he did it? Is the question. Like, was he on the? Sonics? I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, there may, yeah, because like, obviously LeBron has never done it. Um, never. Yeah. You know, and it'd be cool to see some of the dunk. And it's like, yeah, like they're probably gonna lose to Levine or something like that. But like, at least yeah. at least they're in it. Um, yeah, my, my it'd, be, it'd be very cool. Yeah, my honorable mention is like that they do uh, get Mario Chalmers because I think it'd be funny if LeBron gets to yell at Rio again. Uh, I think that they should do that for basketball reasons. I like I've done, like I've done reasons for things I want. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I I I mean I know he's coming off an Achilles, but I I um, I believe Ty Lue said that they they might stick at fourteen players going into the season, which until which includes Mo Williams, which. Well, maybe that's my fourth thing. They need to figure out the Mo Williams situation. Yeah. I never want to. I, I never want to see anything like get ugly, but it seems like this is getting ugly. So just like do a buyout or do something. Just get this resolved. Let Mo go right off into the sunset as a champion. Like I don't want to see anybody upset. You know. Yeah. No, I I agree. I mean, especially because it got really weird because we th- we were at media day. You know, the first thing they say is he's going to retire. Um, yeah, it's so there. weird. And then he, you know, then he gets surgery, and then he's like, kind of like, sub Instagramming the team. Um, yeah, and, which is weird. And then he's still on the roster, and it complicates their thing. Yeah. And like, you, you don't get the sense that even if he's on the roster, he's actually going to be around, or that he's going to play. Yeah, it, like, we have no idea. They, the Cavs haven't issued a statement it, on a surgery. It's like it's so weird. And he's he's not on the roster on the website, which they update constantly because Jr. wasn't on it, and then he was on it. Yeah. So they're up updating that roster and Mo is nowhere to be seen on it so like it's just like a weird thing going on between them and I just like I'd prefer if it just ended like sooner than rather than later yeah and, and it'd be kind of cool if uh it's it sucks because Mo is a guy that has had a uh, up and down relationship with LeBron yeah um, it's, it's he, like is he gonna be a ring night on Tuesday like I would love Mo to be there but like it seems like maybe not like you know yeah, yeah I agree um like, wow. like if he would have just like flat out retired, like, like on his own terms, I feel like he'd be there for sure. And like a suit, he gets his ring, you know, because as of now, the only people who won't be there is Timo and Deli, right? Yeah. Um, that actually bring on Deli is the, here's my honorable mention. I want to see LeBron dunk on Deli. <laughs> I think everybody wants to see that. I also want to see Kyrie like cross him over or something like that. Like, I just want to see like some, some Deli abuse when the cat, I just think not because like, I like don't like Deli or anything like that. So don't get that twisted. But like, it'd just be really funny. <laughs> it would just be really funny. It would be funny. Uh, or like Tristan, Deli, or, like, Tristan De- dunks on him. Yeah. Deli. Yeah. Tristan dunking on him would be funny because he, they had all those alley-oops. Yeah. Which he's like now yeah. doing with Jabari Parker, which is like really funny. Like Jabari Parker. Yeah. Deli's like the, st- 
Yeah, Deli's like the starting point guard in Milwaukee now. It's weird. Good for good for Deli. It's really weird seeing him in a Bucks jersey. It's like the most. It is. I, did, I, don't, I, I don't like it. It's weird. I don't um, like it either. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap up talking about opening night. Um, obviously that is going to be on Tuesday. Uh, you know, Chops is lives in New York, works for at Complex. I do. And people talk to him that the Knicks are gonna win this game, and I think my response would be, I'd pull a Pat Riley and be like, "Rings, bro, like." Nothing. Like it doesn't matter. Um, it's but, starting to creep into me that the the Knicks might win this game. They they won the LeBron's first game back two years ago. That's that I know. Like like I don't know. It's just like this weird thing. Like someone random, like Courtney Lee, will hit like seven three pointers or something. Or like uh, like Carmelo will drop like forty or something. Like something. <laughs> for one, Carmelo always plays like insane against LeBron James. Yeah. So like you can book Carmelo for like thirty two. You know, and it's like it's not like and like they got Derrick Rose. You know, I don't know, and I'm not looking forward to it because if the Cavs do lose, even though we're champions, I'll have to deal with it at work because I only work with Knicks fans. <laughs> I mean, I would. St- I mean, I think if uh, the Knicks do win that game, I think you should cut. You would have to come to work the next day, like in a championship, t- like one of the championship T-shirts. Like I think you'd have to. I would have to. You'd have to. But yeah, but like the whole point of the night is it doesn't matter because they're getting their rings and it's going to be so glorious. Like the banner's gonna drop, and I kind of wish we don't know what the banner looked like. But me too. Whatever. The banner's gonna drop. We got the rings. Like it's just gonna be like I'm wondering: Is LeBron gonna cry? Like it's gonna be like like AC's gonna be balling. Like you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I I wonder if the emotion will like take uh, them take over the night. You know, I wonder if yeah. Um, and, that, and that's that's that's, that's part of why they could, they might lose. You know, if like there's too much going on, they might just forget that they have to play a basketball game you know yeah i mean and that's fine like i think when lebron came back that first night it was just a lot like it was such a special moment yeah. for the team and for the city um and it kicked off a very tumultuous year and i think that if you you have something like a championship and the crowd's so many and, the, and everyone's also thinking about the world series which is literally going on fi- a five minute walk yeah. away like it's just gonna <laughs> yeah, be such like, a nutty night it's gonna be insane i can't wait it's we're six days away. It's in, that's crazy. Yeah. The NBA season is six days away. Yeah. Uh, or NBA, wait, th- this is this airing on Friday. Four days away. My yeah. bad. Yeah. No, you're good. It's, there, there are several <laughs> instances on this podcast where you can tell there's, there's we're in like a time loop where it's just like time. Yeah. Time is a relative concept. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah, days right. away. The, yeah, the days NBA season days away. And, and then it's and then it's like it's really funny because they're gonna have like we're gonna have that game. And then you get like a little break between. I think they don't play again until Friday or something like that. So you get a little bit of a break and you can focus on the World Series. And it's just going to be such a. It's going to be a really fun few weeks because you get the Cavs and then you get the the Cleveland baseball team like progressing towards something. And yeah, it's going to be cool. And then we can just kind of ignore the Browns. We can just forget that they exist. I I've been actively ignoring the football team in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, they don't really exist. <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's a crazy time to be um, a Cavs fan. It's going it's a crazy time to be a Cleveland sports fan. Um, yep. I I cannot wait for next Tuesday. If you I, you kind of already answered this, but if you if you could be, I'll ask you this: if you could go to both, if you could go to both, like and have the chance to be a both, would you go to both, or would you want to just stay one of the one of them? My perfect evening for that night would I I go to the Cavs game first. I see the rings and everything. I watch like the first quarter, and then I head over to the Indians game. Hopefully they're winning, and hopefully I'm seeing Andrew Miller come into the game to dominate. Yeah. That'd be my perfect evening. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and I think I think 
if if I'm covering the Cavs game, I think I have to. I'm gonna have to like. I'm gonna have to pay attention to what's going on with the Indians game, but I don't know if I can like fully do, which is like kind of sucks. But like at the same time, basketball is f- the best. Like it's just it's so much. I, basketball I feel like Lebr- so much better. I feel like. I feel like LeBron's going to be trying to see what's going on with the Indians. Like, I feel like, you know, it's like, it, it might be, like, that kind of thing where, like, LeBron and JR are trying to, like, sneak a peek in, like, a TV, like, on the bench or something, you know? Oh, I, I would guarantee you because, of how, I mean, the Cavs are good at a lot. That organization is great at a lot of things. Their, their in-game ops are just spectacular. I would be shocked if, like, on the, the mega scoreboard they have in the queue, if there wasn't a, the score of the, of the World Series is not on there for everyone to check just, throughout the night. Show a stream. Just screw it. Just show up like a like the the game on mute on the big screen. Yeah. Just don't even like don't even have like replays of the game or anything or like the cam. Like just have the World Series on the on the on the jumbotron and then have the, everyone else. If you want to watch the game, you just have to stare at the floor. I'm down for that. That'd be exactly. Great. Yeah. That'd be great. If Dan Gilbert's listening, that's a recommendation. Yeah, Dan. This is why you should hire Chops and I. Give us rings. <laughs> and right. uh, and pay us tons of money to come up with ideas like that because I obviously you know that's the best idea you've ever heard. But uh, Chops, yeah. thank you for coming on the show. We're gonna have you on a bunch this season, I think. And but if people aren't following you on Twitter and they should be, uh, where where can they find you? It's uh, P Chops P C H O P Z underscore on Twitter. Um, come to me for some hot takes. I do write about basketball. Um, you know, for complex sports, it's not always about the Cavs, but, you know, I do write about basketball quite a bit, and I write about hip-hop music and rap music. So, yeah, come follow me, and uh, I will. I talk about every Cavs game. Yeah. There's, there's a good, I think it was a Facebook Live, of you arguing with Russ Bankston, which this Man, hard, hard, me and Russ, who is an OG. Yeah. Russ, Russ is an, yeah. Russ is an OG. He literally covered the Bulls in the 90s. He's interviewed Jordan, all them. He's an OG, but, yes, we go back and forth. Every single day in the office. Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, the fa- the <laughs> fact that you're working with a dude who, I mean, you can and you can literally go talk to your dude who like cover the Bulls and work was like part of the maybe the best era of Slam ever. That's pretty dope. But. Yeah, yeah, Ru- yeah. Russ is you know he was the editor in chief when Slam was like the well what you know when it was Slam you know. Yeah. So it's very cool to be able to work with Russ and you know. I'm uh, I'm really excited for the Cavs season and uh, I'm happy you invited me on. Yeah, I'm always, excited. Always happy to be on. How, before we go, how many pairs of sneakers yep. does Russ Bankston have? You, man, it's no joke. He ha- there's a closet like, like kind of like I'm in the office right now. There's just a closet that is just packed. He has his own sneaker closet in the office. So I, this isn't even his home. He has his own <laughs> sneaker closet at the office that is packed with everything. So I don't even like I don't, his home is probably insane. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Ru- Russ will bring it. He has his own. Uh, him and uh, DJ Clark Kent have their own Adidas sneaker. Like, oh wow! You know, yeah, the, the like it was, it was like a limited run. It came out a few months ago. So yes, Russ is not only a basketball genius, but also a maybe the biggest sneakerhead in the world. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's amazing to see what he rocks every single day. Yeah. I'm actually rocking some soldiers he gave me, some LeBron uh, white soldiers. Okay, right we're gonna, now we're gonna wrap it up on this because we've actually I've been meaning to talk about sneakers on this pod for a while, but it's like hard to just find a good reason to spend twenty minutes talking about basketball shoes. What is your currently right. out of every option of what you can get is in the Cavs signature? So it's basically LeBron soldiers, the last LeBrons or the Kyrie's. What are your, what are your favorites? My favorite right now is seriously the LeBron soldiers. I've come across three pairs, and that's the best part about working at Complex and being a size eleven. It's like a very good size. Um, for for other people in the office, 
but I've come across three pairs of LeBron soldiers, the camo pair, this white pair, and then uh, the John Elliott pair, and I've been rocking them almost nonstop. They are so comfortable. Yeah, I think actually LeBrons have gotten so much comfier over the past couple years. I don't love the high regular yep. ones, but the, I have a pair of the lows that are probably the shoes I wear the most because they're super yep. LeBron 13 lows. And the, and the Kyries yep. are good too. And I'm very curious to see what the Kyrie 3s look like. I cannot wait to see what the Kyrie threes look like. I love the ones. The two was like cool, you know. He's like, you know, he's got a signature line. It's it's looking good. I'm super excited to see the threes. I think he said January, right? Yeah, January twenty seventh. I think the the Kyrie threes are expected. Because uh, I like I like the twos I'm, too, but it really depended on the colorway. It really depended on what the what the color schemes were. Because like the school bus ones to me really didn't do too much. But the Duke ones, yeah. I have a pair of those. Those are really nice. The USA ones are really yep. clean. But then there are other ones yep. that I'm just like, eh. especially because of the strap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The strap is like, and like these, the my the soldiers I have right now have three straps on them. But you know, the Kyrie two had the had the one strap. So yeah, but I'm I'm excited to see the Kyrie threes. I think that he has something very and special in store for them, and I think it's going to be like a very big rollout with Nike. Yeah, it's going to. I mean, it's it's worth like honestly, and I know everyone. Sometimes I've gotten emails when I've mentioned sneakers at all. They're like, oh, why are you talking about shoes? When you cover a team like the Cavs. <laughs> LeBron and Kyrie. You have to. You the, have to. Literally two of Nike's four. Like there are, I think what four signature Nike Nike shoes right now on the actual main Nike line: uh, KD, Kyrie, uh, Kobe, and LeBron. Yeah, you know, four guys, and there are two of them, and they're and the Kyrie yeah, like, are insanely popular amongst like the next generation. Like when I when I have been out and I've been places where it's like sixteen year olds or like younger wearing basketball shoes, they either wear Currys, which is a bad choice. Or, or they're wearing Kyrie's, and and like in Cleveland, you always see like six. They're not wearing LeBron's; they're wearing Kyrie's. I think I think that like casual basketball fans probably don't understand how rare it is that Kyrie's position. Kyrie's position with Nike is yeah. they don't just give that to anybody. It's very rare and very special the kind of setup that he has with the signature shoe. He's a big part of their plans going forward, which is amazing. And for them to have LeBron and Kyrie on the same team, like, th- th- that's what makes the Cavs so special, you know? Yeah, it's one of those things. It's just, like, it's kind of nuts that, like, in 2016, uh, you have they, – they won a title. They have two players who are, like, again, we talked about this, have huge a huge presence in the shoe market, have just huge, yep. huge brandy, huge stars. I mean, even Kevin Love is, like, out here, like, freaking – he's the, the face of the Banana Republic, <laughs> <laughs> yep, Kevin loves getting that. Uh, he's he's getting those fits off. Shout out to yeah. Pence. He freaking Amon Schumpert's in a is in the is in the fade video. Like he's in a Kanye video. Twenty sixteen. Yep, it's uh, it's a year. Yeah, it's 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 insane. If you would have told me this in two thousand eleven, I would have, I would have told you to shut the hell up. Yeah, because uh, uh, like <laughs> yeah, Dion, Dion maybe gets dropped in a Meek Mill song, but like, nah, oh, man, nothing Dion. else. Nothing else is popping too much for Dion. But Chops, thank you again for coming on. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Thank Twitter. you, man. Yeah, always happy to have you. And you have an open invitation. Whenever you want to come on the show, you have whatever you want to talk about. You're more than welcome to come on. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at C. Dibbin Wright. Amazing, man. Yeah. Find uh, the podcast Twitter at Lockdown Cavs. Like us and give us a five star review on iTunes. Chris, this is Chops. We'll talk to you on Monday. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. 
Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.